0: I'm Monica Cristopa, your host of SDB in the Spotlight. And I'm Maria Acevedo, your co-host. We are happy to be back with another episode. I am happy too. And I'm very happy about our guest. Our guest today
1: is Nakia Morton, Director of Operations for the Stateline Boys and Girls Clubs and our neighbor. You are just right across the street from Colac Center. So welcome, Nakia. Um, We're glad to have you here today. Thank you. Can you tell us a little bit about yourself and what you enjoy most about your job?
2: Yes. Um, So again, I just want to say thank you for having me today. Um, I grew up uh, in Beloit. I actually graduated from Beloit Morrow High School uh, in 2001 and um, I have had the pleasure of working in roles for the past 18 years where I have um, either been a part of assisting youth, young adults, and families or overseeing those programs um, that have provided services for those same individuals or families, And then when it comes to the club, as far as what I enjoy most, it's the kids. You know, it's the smiles. Um, It is, you know, during your check-ins, just hearing how a kid's day went. Um, And then also, too, just working with the team at the end of the day, knowing that we are making a difference.
1: And you are. And, you know, we've, we can hear some of the activities sometimes. The kids, they when they're getting, I think you have a bus that pulls them up sometimes. Just getting off the bus, they sound so excited to yes. be able to be um, coming to the Boys and Girls Club.
2: Thank you. Yes.
0: Yeah, we know the Boys and Girls Club um, is a hub for students in our community. Can you tell us a little bit about the programs you offer um, and anything special that you guys have going on this summer?
2: Absolutely. Um, So we do actually right now during the school year, we actually provide uh, homework help. That's also something that is known as Power Hour. Um, And then we do other educational activities as well. We also provide snack and dinner daily. Um, It is a hot meal. And then uh, as far as other programming, we offer a program called Smart Moves, where we focus on uh, helping our members develop making basically skills in regards to uh, healthy decision making. And then we also have teen nights. Um, Those are held on Tuesdays and Thursdays from 6 to 8.30 p.m. Um, those are for our members that are ages 13 to 18. Mm-hmm. Um, we also uh, work very closely with Career Tech. Not everybody knows this, but Career Tech actually falls under the State Line Boys and Girls Club umbrella, and they offer a lot of career development and education opportunities for youth in the community. And this summer, we will also be offering another cooking club. Um, oh plus, wait we gotta stop yes. cooking club
1: cooking club. <laughs> really do they make yes. things do they write what are they write recipes they do. How- so
2: uh-huh. um so actually this uh this past summer we had the opportunity to work with uh carrie oh. and uh oh. chef daniel came over Um, and he worked with each one of our groups. They each made something, and then at the end of the day, when they were done, we had a full meal to serve for lunch. So, our cadets are our six- and our seven-year-olds, so they're doing some of the simpler stuff like, you know, rinsing off the vegetables, and then as the age goes up, then people start to cut, start to do some, you know, actual preparing the meal, um, where we also have, you know, access to kitchen, stove, all of that, where our preteens and our teens can help with some of the more, um, you know, complex, some of the more challenging tasks that it takes to make the come together at the end of the day
1: and that's because of your
0: collaboration with carrie how correct Correct. that's awesome those are some life skills that they're gonna take forever (laughs)
2: absolutely
1: yes very good
0: um so how can families get their students involved what is the registration process like the cost of the programs things like that
2: yes so parents or guardians can stop in at the club at any time. even though the club is not necessarily open um, until right now during the school year, the club is open from 3 to 6.30. We do have staff that are there as early Mm. as 7.30 a.m. And so they can stop in and pick up a registration packet for our summer program. Um, We have our summer program that actually starts June 5th at our South Beloit location and then on June 12th at our Beloit location. Um, But as far as the packets, they can also be found online at statelinebgc.org under our Where We Are tab. As far as the cost, there's an yeah. annual membership fee. Um, our annual membership fee is $20. We also have it set up where no family pays more than $30. And then we do have monthly fees. So our sessions are two weeks, um, and then each session is $100 for our members that are 6 to 12, and then for our members that are 13 and up, it's $50 for every two weeks, and um, In order to hold a spot, you know, so all that doesn't have to be paid up front, we ask that parents come in, have the complete application, um, and then also the $20 membership fee, and then they can do a $10 deposit to hold a slot for the sessions that they want for the summer. There's a total of five that will take us from June 12th um, out to august 18th but then i also think it's important to share that we do accept wisconsin shares um oh, which is state goodness, child care. Ask that. we also yeah. do payment arrangements and then we do have financial assistance um for those that meet those requirements as well
1: you yep. don't want cost to be prohibitive or barrier thank you maria exactly um to families to have their Sons and daughters and children participate
2: in this. Right. And that's the one thing that we always try to tell people is that we never want to turn kids away. We're going to find a way to make it work.
1: So do they call? Where can they... Get information about yeah, this. So, the best way. Um,
2: the best way, like I said, all that information um, is online. Um, otherwise, they can call. Um, the number is 608 365 8874. We have somebody that is there to answer the phones. We have a membership coordinator that's at the front desk when you walk through the door. Um, otherwise, they're able to leave messages and then phone calls are returned.
1: Good. And we will repeat that phone number at the end, won't we, Maria? We and love. the website. We will.
2: Okay. Thank you.
1: So. Um, this is a new building that went up, gosh, last year, I think. Yes. Is it even a full year old? I don't it know. It is,
2: just a little over a year. Yep.
1: And I think Marie and I were both at the grand opening. We had a table there and we're, um, me, gosh, we got to meet a lot of the families um, whose children and teens participate there. They had nothing but good things to say about it. So, can you tell us a little bit about the building and the different rooms and what kind of assets are available to your members?
2: Absolutely. Um, So, you know, just as of right now, too, just so you know, at our location, you know, like you said, just across the parking lot, um, we're actually serving a little over 100 kids a day. Um, So from the old Beloit location compared to where we're at now, the numbers that we're serving has doubled. Um, So that's a great thing. And then as far as our process and what we have to offer the different rooms, um, you know, the members are coming in and checking in at the front desk. Um, Every member gets a club card, which is a huge thing. But that's also a part of one of our values as far as making sure that, you know, they belong. So they have that sense of belonging like I am connected. Mm -hmm. Here's my club card. Um, So they're checking in at the front desk with our membership coordinator. We also have a technology center or some people call it a tech lab Mm. um, with computers, um, with a smart board and then also Chromebooks. Um, And then each of our classrooms, um, there's designated space for, uh, for our members. So basically there is a cadets classroom so that's our six to seven year olds we've got on any given day sometimes there's two juniors groups sometimes there's three there's three um, going into the summer months because we're serving a little bit more but that's our eight to ten year olds Mm -hmm. and then our preteens are our 11 and 12 year olds Mm -hmm. they also have their own classroom um, and then we actually do have a teen center where they have their own entrance. And that is actually um, referred to as the club <laughs> rather than, you know, the state line boys and girls club where yeah. you see the logo. If you actually are on the opposite side of the building, there's a separate logo. So the, the teens feel like they have their own space to enter. Um, It is separated from the younger kids, which is a nice thing, too, for some of our, you know, um, teen members that attend and do have siblings. They're able to have that space away from each other and then go back home um, at the end of the day. Um, But some of the feedback that we have just gotten overall is, you know, you'll hear that somebody had been talking to um, a friend. They come to the club and they're like, this is way cooler than what my friend said. So um, just the club experience and what you hear, it ends up actually being a little bit more than what they were expecting.
0: Do you guys offer tours?
2: We do. Um, I know uh, that is something that we tend to do, especially when we have, you know, new people in town, Um, whether it's a new partner, whether it's, you know, a family. um, We, you know, encourage people to come on down. We love to give tours. If it is during the day uh, when the kids are there, normally one or two kids also want to join. You know, they want to help share and tell about that space that they're in every day.
0: Very cool. That's awesome. Yeah, and I believe you have more than one campus as well?
2: We do. Um, So our campus just right across from Colac Education Center is actually our Joel Barrett campus, which is also known as our Beloit location. And then our Bruce Nichols campus is located in South Beloit. um, And that is at 1161 Door Road. So South Beloit, Beloit, but um, they are actually named after uh, previous uh, unit directors. So that's where Joel Barrett and Bruce Nichols come from. Can the
1: the members interchange between the two locations or is the Beloit location for Beloit families and then South Beloit for South Beloit families?
2: Yeah, they can. Um, We actually do see a little bit of that where we have certain kids during the school year and then they'll actually be at our South Beloit club. Um, during their summer programming and they'll swap Um, another thing that we actually have recently started to do too is quarterly teen rec nights and so we provide transportation for our beloit teens to the south beloit club they're able to do some things together and then vice versa our south beloit uh, teens have been coming up to our beloit club quarterly um, and we're doing different things that they are interested in so they are giving us feedback on what they want to do and then we're planning different special events around that for our teens
0: that's yeah. some good information to know. Um, I think I also saw on your website that you guys are hiring. If someone out there is interested in joining um, the Boys and Girls Club, making a difference in these kids' lives, um, what kind of positions are you guys hiring for?
2: Yeah, so currently, and this is what we need to be fully staffed for our <laughs> summer program. Um yes. We have a chart that we're filling in. Um, we need two YDPs, which is also referred to as youth development professionals. Um, so that is a part-time position, but during the summer they can get up to 40 hours. And then during the school year we would go back to 20 hours because uh, we're open longer during the summer. We're open from 7 a.m. to 6 p.m. Um, and then we also need one teen coordinator. Um but the details can be found on our, our website. So, again, at that statelinebgc.org, um, under the tab, what can you do, and then join our team is where they would find that information. Or, again, stop in, you know, give us a call, Um, there's always somebody there that can answer questions um, and then refer them to the website if needed
1: good and the qualifications that someone would need for those jobs are on your website
2: it is on our website um, included in the position description but i'll also just add really quick as far as our ydps um, because we're also a licensed facility so um, we're looking for two assistant teachers so we ask that they're 16 or up Um, They don't have to have a high school diploma. Um, You know, we'll work with them on different certifications and training in our onboarding process. And then as far as our teen coordinator, because that person is really going to be responsible for our teens and is more of like a lead. uh, We do ask that they are 18 or older. Um, Again, you know, experience working with youth. Um, but also to looking for them to, you know, bring some different things to the club that maybe we don't have that they know because of their experience with working with youth that we could bring that we necessarily don't have.
1: Well, that's great. All right. If anyone's interested, check out the website. Um, so is there anything else you'd like us to know about the Boys and Girls Club and the role you play in teens and families and children's lives?
2: Yeah, I know. Um, One thing I want to share with you is we do have a summer program mixer, which is on uh, May 31st from 5 to 6.30 p.m. Um, It's an opportunity for families to come in and uh, meet some of the community partners that we'll be working with this summer. It's a way for them to meet the staff. It's a way for them to finalize any paperwork, payments, um, there'll be food, games, prizes, but it's basically kind of a sneak peek um, in regards to the activities and the programs that we will have going on this summer. So I would like to encourage people to come out um, uh, and, and you know, visit us, ask questions. We can give some tours. Um, and then another thing that was recently shared was we had an unveiling of a mural in the club. Oh. It was recently in the Beloit Daily newspaper. Um it's one thing when you see the pictures versus when you see it in person. And so we worked with a mural artist, Tia Richardson, um, out of Milwaukee. It was an amazing experience um, where she met with our club members. Then she met with our staff. Um, she took our ideas and she pulled together um Basically, the club experiences, and then there's, you know, touches of the Beloit community throughout the mural as well. Um, And then we actually had a community paint night where people from the community were able to come in and also contribute. And so I would just encourage people to also come in and see that, you know, ask about it on your tour. You'll definitely see it. Um, But it is it is definitely something to see. Um, And then as far as, you know, my role when it comes to the club at the end of the day, um... My role is to make sure that I am doing what I need to to support the team. At the end of the day, um, you know, that's my goal is to make sure that I take care of the team. Um, They are the ones that provide uh, the services for the kids that are coming through the door. But then I'll be honest, in order for me to be able to share the story about the kids, um, I also make sure that I get time out on the floor as well so that I am able to share those experiences, you know, when asked, provided opportunities like today um, and others going forward.
1: And I will mention, if you share that flyer with us, we have a community hub page on our website that we post um, um, information from all of our partners, Boys and Girls Club included, and we get a number of hits on that. So there's about... 15 or 20 flyers up right now. So people know that's kind of a one-stop shop to find out what's going on in Beloit, um, especially those items that benefit our families and and students. Um, We talked a little bit about, Maria asked you about positions that you're looking to hire. Are there volunteers in your organization at this time? And if there are, if someone would like, you know, I'd like to volunteer and help, how can they do that?
2: Yeah, so um, we do uh, take volunteers. We actually had our unit director, Asha, was actually out at uh, BTC today actually speaking with – students that are in the early child care uh, field, you know, and, you know, she said, I came back with some volunteer uh, background checks. Um, And so we are looking for volunteers. Um, What we do is, again, they can either call, they can stop in, um, but we will need a background check filled out. Once that is has gone through, we then schedule time for them to come in to do the onboarding piece because mm-hmm. there is some required training. And then after that, they'll be paired with either an assistant or a lead, and they'll be um, out on the floor, you know, gaining that experience um, and, you know, able to then help too. you know, their feedback is important. Sometimes, too, we get some of our best ideas from our staff and our volunteers on, you know, This is what I heard. You know, this is what I have observed. um, And from there, we're able to tweak what we're currently doing um, or implement new things. So definitely looking for volunteers as well.
1: And we lean heavily on our volunteers,
0: too. We appreciate. How many do we have now in the district? I think us in the district, we're almost hitting the 1,200. That's awesome. I know from the community of people
1: coming in and reading with our students, they're out on the playground, they're in the lunchrooms, field trips, um, speaking in our classroom. I mean, it's really Uh, this year, um, the number of people coming forward has grown exponentially. So um, I'm glad there's opportunities for people to volunteer too with your organization.
2: Thank you.
0: Volunteers are great. (laughs) We love them. Um, And we do a special segment at the end where we ask our guests to share a teacher that made um, a difference or a positive impact in their life. Can you share with us if you have a teacher that made a difference in your life?
2: Yes. So um, I attended uh, McGlinigan Elementary School. Uh, my second grade teacher, Mrs. Bradison, oh. Um she, you know, she was somebody who always made me feel welcome. And I actually think um, by her doing that, I actually felt like I belonged. You know, I was always somebody who was, you know, I was tall, you know, for a girl until the guys, you know, hit their girl's <laughs> spurt. Um, so I always knew, you know, I had to line up at the end of the line. But she found... Um, She found a way to just kind of make everybody feel important and included. Um, And so she is one who stands out today. Every now and then I actually run into her um, from time to time. The last place that I actually ran into Mrs. Bradison was I was coming out of my office, had just started at the Boys and Girls Club. I've been with the Boys and Girls Club for a year now. I was coming out of my office and she was there with a group. Um, that was on a tour. And then they were going to be connecting with our CEO, Mark Rand. And, you know, right away, just lit up and hugged her because it had been Mm -hmm. a while since I had seen her. But she always made me feel welcome. She always made me feel like I belonged. And so she is somebody who stands out to this day.
1: We appreciate that. And again, we'll mention that the people who we've had on as guests prior to you Mm -hmm. have mentioned um, Those teachers that really made an impact were how they made them feel mm-hmm. in the classroom. Mm-hmm. Regardless of the lessons or the subject matter, it's how that teacher made them feel. And you're still carrying those feelings with you forward. Yes. That's awesome. Thank you. Thank you. One other question we like to ask, and um, all of our guests, is what one book would you recommend everyone read and take a look at?
2: The one book that stood out for me um, is uh, Dare to Lead by Brene Brown. Um, You know, I went to school for social work, so I follow her on a lot of other paths um, in regards to some of uh, the different things that she speaks about, as far as other podcasts, as far as other books. Um, But for me, that is one that stood out. Um, Just again, you know, being brave, um, having, uh, you know, the courage to have. The culture and the environment that is needed. um, And then just encouraging you to have some of those tough conversations. Not everybody wants to have them. However, sometimes it is what has to happen. Um, And in some of the roles that we know that we go in when we're going to be a leader or in management, um, you know, that comes with the job. And so I would say that is something that has helped me um, throughout my career.
1: Very good. We will put that on the list. I think one other Person mentioned that book as well, and you're right. She's very influential and very easy to follow on Instagram, Mm -hmm. Facebook, and her books are... um really a good lesson, not only in leadership, but in life, too. Absolutely. I think Absolutely. Well, Nakia, I want to thank you for being here. You have been a pleasure, and I think you've been able to really share a lot of what the Boys and Girls Club have, have to offer, not only here in Beloit, but in South Beloit. So I want to thank our listeners also for spending a little time with us and Nakia today.
0: And... Thank you again. Thank you. Yeah. Do you want to share one more time um, the website and the phone number?
2: Yes. So again, the website is statelinebgc.org and our phone number is 608-365-8874. Thank you again for having me today.
0: Perfect. We hope you will all join us next week. Um, We'll have a new episode for all of you to enjoy.